Hi everyone and welcome back to the Rich Witch Podcast. My name is Renata Daniel and I'm here to discuss a whole lot of great information about the Law of Attraction and Manifesting Mindset and keeping you motivated so that you can move forward and create the most magical life that you possibly can. And we are going ahead and reading a little bit more of the international bestseller Atomic Habits by James Clear. And we are up to a topic that I was discussing earlier on this week. And it is about the role of family and friends in shaping your habits. And sometimes family and friends and the way they treat you or mistreat you can have an effect on you for the rest of your life and sometimes it is multi-generational and so this is something that is quite impactful and you need to consider it when you're looking at your own manifestation techniques and how you are going with that. So let's pull up at page 115 here in the book and I'm going to read you some of James Clear's notes on this. So he starts off by saying humans are herd animals. We want to fit in and to bond with others and to earn the respect and approval of our peers. Such inclinations are essential to our survival. For most of our evolutionary history, our ancestors lived in tribes Becoming separated from the tribe, or worse, being cast out, was a death sentence. The lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. Meanwhile, those who collaborated and bonded with others enjoyed increased safety, mating opportunities and access to resources. We don't choose our earliest habits, we imitate them. We follow the script handed down by our friends and family, our church, our school, our local community and society at large. Each of these cultures and groups comes with its own sets of expectations and standards. When and whether we get married, how many children we have, which holidays to celebrate, how much money to spend on your child's birthday party. And in many ways, these social norms are the invisible rules that guide your behaviour each day. Most of the time going along with the group doesn't feel like a burden. Everyone wants to belong. If you grow up in a family that rewards you for your chess skills, playing chess will seem like a very attractive thing to do. If you work in a job where everyone wears expensive suits, then you'll be inclined to splurge on one as well. If all of your friends are sharing an inside joke or using a new phrase, you'll want to do it too, so they know that you get it. We imitate the habits of three groups in particular, the close, the many, and the powerful. Proximity has a powerful effect on our behavior. We pick up habits from the people around us. We copy the way our parents handle arguments, the way our peers flirt with one another, the way our co-workers get results. As a general rule, the closer we are to someone, the more likely we are to imitate some of their habits. 
Of course, peer pressure is bad only if you're surrounded by bad influences. One of the most effective things you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where your desired behaviour is the normal behaviour. New habits seem achievable when you see others doing them every day. So if you're surrounded by fit people, you're more likely to consider working out as a common habit. To make your habits even more attractive, you can take the strategy one step further. So consider to join a culture where your desired behaviour is a normal behaviour and you already have something in common with the group. Nothing sustains motivation better than belonging to a tribe. It transforms a personal quest into a shared one. Previously, you were on your own. Your identity was singular. When you join a club, your identity becomes linked to those around you. Growth and change is no longer an individual pursuit. It's friendship and community that embed a new identity and behaviour that lasts over the long time. Now, the normal behaviour of the tribe often overpowers the desired behaviour of the individual. So, for example, one study found that when a chimpanzee learns an effective way to crack nuts as a member of one group and then switches to a new group that uses a less effective strategy, it will avoid using the superior nut-cracking method just to blend in with the rest of the chimps. So humans are similar. There is a tremendous internal pressure to comply with the norms of the group. The reward of being accepted is often greater than the reward of winning an argument, looking smart or finding truth. Most days we'd rather be wrong with the crowd than be right by ourselves. The human mind knows how to get along with others. It wants to get along with others. This is our natural mode. You can override it. You can choose to ignore the group or to stop caring what other people think. But it takes work. Running against the grain of your culture requires extra effort. When changing your habits means challenging the tribe, change becomes unattractive. When changing your habits means fitting in with the tribe, change becomes very attractive. Humans everywhere pursue power, prestige and status. We want pins and medallions on our jackets. We are drawn to behaviours that earn us respect, approval, admiration and status. This is one reason we care so much about habits of highly effective people. We try to copy the behaviour of successful people because we desire success ourselves. And many of our daily habits are just imitations of people we admire. High-status people enjoy the approval, respect and praise of others, and that means if a behaviour can get us approval, respect and praise, we find it attractive. We are also motivated to avoid behaviours that would lower our status. We are continually wondering, what will others think of me? And altering our behaviours 
on the answer. So just to summarise this part of the Atomic Habits book and how the roles of family and friends can influence us when we are creating our behaviours, we look at the next points. The culture we live in determines which behaviours are attractive to us. We tend to adopt behaviours that are praised and approved of by our culture because we have a strong desire to fit in and belong to the tribe. We tend to imitate the habits of three social groups. The close, which is family and friends, the many, which is a tribe, and the powerful, those with status and prestige. One of the most effective things you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where your desired behaviour is normal and you already have something in common with the group. The normal behaviour of the tribe often overpowers the desired behaviour of the individual. So most days we'd rather be wrong with the crowd than be right by ourselves. And finally, if a behaviour can get us approval, respect and praise, we find it attractive. Now this is very consistent across the board and we find that this is often a default default status that we tend to go into uh, on a day-to-day basis, especially if we are stressed or anxious or we have a lot on our plate. It's hard to fight against the average way that people deal with things and fall into the same patterns and habits takes time it takes brain power it takes our focus and often what you find within family structures within work structures and within tribe structures that people tend to keep you busy people isolate you or people tend to get you into a seriously anxious state so you don't worry about rebelling or trying to be different you just go with the flow and do what is required and not raise your head above the general crowd and this is where we learn to really step back into the shadows and never truly say what we believe in never cause ripples and never get into fights and arguments if we don't have to just go with the flow because it is simpler and easier but what do we gain by doing that we fail to establish our own identities and pull away from the crowd and move on with the things that we want to manifest and that we desire to create i'll leave you with those thoughts and i'll let you think about them a little bit and maybe you can work out how your family your friends, your tribe, your workplace adds to where you are at the moment and praises you and pushes you along or whether it actually creates a blockage and brings you down and puts you into a place of shame or feelings of stress or anxiety where for you it just becomes too hard to move through any growth at all. Now, until next time, 